Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 52. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about sharing your gifts with the world and the idea that you are your gift to the world. As we experience individuality, it can be difficult at times to keep ourselves grounded in our passions and creativity. A constant dual within between the five sensory aspect of self and you as a vibrational being, which really is you as a creator being. So we speak about the idea of sharing your gifts to the world and would love to address the mechanics that happen after, meaning As you bring yourself to space in any form or dynamic and share what you love with the world, you are then offered more adamantine, which is manifestation particles, to continue to do even more of what you love. So you are here to give instead of receive or get. And as you give, you receive. If we come from the perspective of wanting and allowing the desire to be the priority, this is counterproductive and creating backwards, you might say. You are the receptacle of all things, the attractor and receiver. But there is nothing you need to do to receive except be you to honor your passions and desire. To share this with the world is how you remain receptive. So let us bring awareness to the breath and the heart space. And we would love for each of you to call upon your inner child now. As the inner child is the master of imagination and the aspect of self that has held on to your passions, desires, and creativity for you thus far. On this episode, it is our intention that you calibrate yourself into the knowingness of the heart space and to know the heart space as an intelligence which is leading you in the direction of your highest good. This is why your passions and creativity feel good. This is the indicator. This was the agreement you and Mother Father God made for yourself but coming from the oneself here. We are guiding you as you learn to co-create with your physical identity as your non-physical perspective. And you can do this very successfully by honoring your passions and creativity to do more of what you love. Since we are honoring the inner child, 
as a support system during this episode. Let us take a moment to appreciate the ego, the personality identity, the five senses, and come to a new interpretation in regards to the body. When you are honoring your gifts and your passions, you are honoring the first ray of expression, which is the divine masculine, to be the creator. So there is a beauty in the ego as it does identify with the passion and creativity. We are simply reminding the ego it is the receptacle, the receiver of the impulse or the inspiration to honor this creativity. So the ego and the body is your ally while you come here to honor your agreements with Mother Father God which can be correlated with your passions and desires. As you experience duality and contrast, you are coming to new desires. The need to expand and express yourself will never leave you. This is what you are. So the personality, identity, the ego would love to be expressed in a way that you allow it to be itself. This is where a lot of the resistance or conflict arises because you try to fight your ego and it will always win. It is the more dominant aspect of what you are if you are focused on the body. Meaning, the body doesn't know it's only 3% of what you really are. That you also have a non-physical nature. So since it does not know this to be true, it does not believe you, you might say, when you try to tell it you are not it, that I am not the body. So what we are leading you to come to understand is the ego needs to be allowed to express itself, otherwise it will create discomfort and tension for you, similar to a little child throwing a tantrum at the supermarket. So we, just like the child at the supermarket, are looking for something to offer to the child to keep it focused and busy, to calm down the tantrum. These are your passions and creativity. Your ego wants to be able to do what it wants to do, and it knows for sure it wants to be creative and honor its passions because it can feel that. The five senses perceives your desire and inspiration as tangible evidence of what it would like to do. So again, we are reminding the ego that you are a co-creator with the non-physical aspect of self that is sending you the inspiration or the guidance to do the things you would love to do. So your passions are your purpose. We have discussed this in previous episodes. Because your passion and emotional knowing is the way Mother Father God can express itself to you. It is the non-physical aspect communicating with the physical aspect. So on this day, we would love for you to surrender to the ego. To do it from a new interpretation that the ego also came here with the job. 
it sounds very lovely to maintain a state of mindfulness and awareness, but you oscillate in and out of this because you are the all-knowing. So you did not come to stay positive. You came to remain mindful as you oscillate in and out of contrast from duality to alignment. And in this idea of oscillation, you are referring to multidimensional aspects of self, not just fourth or fifth density. Since you are the one presence here, you can refer to any aspect of self to help you as a physical structure or body come to a deeper understanding or a knowing. So the non-physical self is always communicating with you in a body and you can interpret or translate this communication through your passions, your creativities and desires. So what does surrendering to the ego look like? It looks like you remove any struggle or resistance in regards to the impulses. The distinguishment is to make sure the impulse is inspired and not motivated. The ego does want to honor your highest good by doing what you love. So this is the clearest distinction. If you are confused in regards to if you're listening to guidance from the ego or the body, you have to ask yourself first, do I love this thing that I feel like I want to do? Is there a sense of love there? Am I passionate about it? There are things that will serve you in any given moment along your journey of development. Meaning sometimes, most of the time, you will choose to honor the path of least resistance to just give in. But coming from the perspective of the five senses, you judge yourself so much, so much when you sometimes want to honor the path of least resistance, which is just a stepping stone, you might say, to get you from here to there. So we give up the fight from the ego by realizing your ascension and unification process is inevitable. It is done. You are here really to enjoy the journey. And it's not very enjoyable for many of you up to this moment because for so long you thought you were the body. You forgot you are also non-physical. So the first part of this message or transmission would be surrender to the ego by realizing and knowing that the impulses or inspiration is the five senses honoring the guidance. And where the conflict comes up is because the guidance the ego receives, it has a love-hate or a symbiotic relationship with this because it can't predict what will happen if it follows the guidance. So you need your ego to be able to receive the impulse or the inspiration or the first transmission that lets you know you want to do something and then get out of the way and then refer to the non-physical self which will take you to it. It's really that simple in regards to doing what you love. That's all you have to do. You don't need to figure out what's going to happen once you start doing the thing you love. This is where you create the dualism within. So you need as humans to come to the knowingness and radical acceptance that you are still operating in a default setting of duality and polarity. Yin-yang, masculine, feminine, this is how it is. So you accept it. So in your acceptance, you will be able to have a higher perspective or wiser vantage point, meaning there's no need to battle what is. It is what it is. Why would you battle it? 
It's not very wise. Choose your battles wisely. So since you will always be in this inner tug of war from the perspective of a body, until you collectively transcend into sixth density, which you might say you have a long way to go, but you're already there. You are a paradox. Once you allow yourself to know there's a battle, you don't need to participate in it. All you must do is give the ego what it wants, only if it honors the highest good of all and what you love and your passions. You're very good at that part, to want and desire. Collectively speaking, you're not very good about soothing yourself into the feeling that allows you to receive the want or desire. So there's a subtlety, it's a nuance in regards to honoring the ego. To let it let you know what it wants to do because it's following an impulse or a passion. So like the inner child or the child throwing a tantrum at the supermarket, you might say something like, I can see what you want. It looks like you want this or that. Give it to them for the time being to remove the struggle out of the situation, which allows you to continue your day and keep shopping for the things you need. If we're honoring the example of the child crying at the supermarket, no difference. The ego is the inner child. So we thank the inner child so much for supporting this message and we ask all of you to give your inner child a hug, to speak to it, to counsel, to mentor and guide it from your now more wiser perspective. Understanding you can never be rid of the inner child. This is the five sensory attachment to the world, the master of imagination. So we are helping you come to the clear knowing that you love the ego, you heal the ego because you work with it. It's the thing, it's the tool that lets you know what you love because it fills it with you. But up until now, you've been allowing the ego to fill it and then try to figure out or analyze how to get to the end result and that's not its job. This is why it's so much easier than you're making it. So as we honor the inner child on this first aspect, this will lead us to the non-physical aspect of what you are as they are co-creating as one. Yes. As we are coming to understand the idea of sharing our gifts with the world, and you are your gift with the world. We are planting the seeds of a new interpretation of the ego in regards to honoring it for the five sensory tool it was, which is the receiver or receptacle of the inspiration or the impulse that is leading you towards the things that you love. So the ego is helping you admit to yourself your true heart's desire, your inner passions and creativity, which is the seal or establishment from Mother, Father, God within you that is letting you know what you came here to do. So we can feel the calibration in regards to that knowing as we move forward, honoring the non-physical aspect of self. The non-physical aspect of what you are is already resting in the end result. And you as a five sensory body 
are catching up to speed with the totality of what you really are, which is you as a divine radiant being already in the timeline and reality of your highest good. This non-physical aspect of you knows all things. It knows where you are right now in the body in relation to your desire or goal and it is helping you line up with the breadcrumb or guidance that leads you to the next step. It is like the inhale and exhale. Your ego, body, and your non-physical self are working together. Again, if you only inhale, there will be a problem. So now that you are coming to understand the allowing of the ego to express itself so it can guide you in the direction of what it would love to do, now you are starting to feel what that next step would be, and that is to only receive the passion or guidance to know what you love. You know what you love. That's the first part. The next part is for you to step back and allow the non-physical aspect of self to be expressed just as the ego needs to be expressed, so does your higher self. And we allow both expressions to unify and become the one expression, which is what you are. And as an individualized expression of Mother, Father, God, you each hold a unique purpose, goal, mission, reason for being here. But the absolute truth of why you are all here is to do what you love. Again, when you do what you love, you vibrate at a very specific energy and you share the frequency of heaven on earth with the world. We have told you before, what you call God is not on earth, it is within you and you are the facilitator of it being integrated into earth. So this is what it means when we tell you, you are your gift to the world because you are the multi-dimensional being that is able to be incarnated in a dense realm of experience while maintaining your forever established connection to what you call God. And since you are the all-knowing, coming to know thyself, the God awakening, your journey is not set in stone, only the end result. This is why it's so exciting when you feel your passions and desires because it's leading you into the unknown. But is it really the unknown? No, your non-physical self knows all things. It knows where that guidance is leading you. The five senses doesn't. So when you refer to the five senses in regards to receiving the inspiration and looking to your ego to get you there, to know what the next step is, this is where you create the conflict for yourself. So you being on earth are already fulfilling a very divine purpose and reason for you being here, not only to support Mother Gaia through her ascension, but for the integration of your fractals or fragments. On earth today, you might say that you are in communication with all of your third and fourth density selves, all the versions of you that have ever experienced fourth or third density to be in a body or in the, the illusion of being separate from Mother, Father, God. You are the conduit, lighthouse, hub, default setting, 
that all those other realities are referring to. You are healing your fourth and third density selves in all timelines, in all directions. There is no words we can express to you to help you have a deeper understanding except just to feel when your heart heals, all hearts heal. You can see the evidence of your healing in the world. When you are in a high vibration, this is what the world appears as to you. When you are still in density of the 3D residue, the world will be reflected as such. Let the world be your reflection, letting you know which dimension you are currently residing in. So we would love to come to a deeper understanding in regards to you being your gift to the world. And we feel we have calibrated enough to be able to not have to speak so much about it that there are fireworks, um, light codes happening within you now, you might say, connecting of the dots. We never want to share with you original idea or thought, meaning we only want to confirm to you you have already known this the whole time. So, what does it mean that you are your gift to the world? If we come from the perspective that there is only one almighty presence active here, you call it God, we call it Prime Creator or the I Am, it will help it be more logical to you that you are your gift to the world because you are God coming to save itself. Save is probably not the most impeccable word. You are God coming to wake up yourself. You are the God awakening who has went so far out of the vicinity of the self as you expand throughout all of the cosmos. You are the thought in the mind that has ventured off or drifted off very far away from its source. You are your gift to the world is the almighty presence, the self waking up the self. So when we tell you God is not on earth, we mean that you are in the leading edge of expression where God has not come to know thyself yet. You represent Mother Father God becoming lucid within the dream. So how are you the gift? You are your gift to the world because in your fragmentation or individualized self, the ego body, you are able to recognize the frequency of what you call heaven or love. This is through your passions and creativity. And when you honor your creativity and do more of what you love, you become the gift to yourself, the self version or the version of self that is still sleeping. It is like a body asleep and the foot and the leg is still asleep and the rest of the body is trying to move, but it's very uncomfortable to step on the sleeping foot, yes? You are the aspect of self that is awakened, trying to move forward, while other beings here represent the sleeping foot or leg that feels uncomfortable to go forward. 
So you are the gift to the world by, first of all, coming into a realm of existence that is in the illusion of being separate from Mother Father God and maintaining your connection as a vibrational being. It's already done. When you took your first breath, you are the God on Earth. Now, in regards to coming into unity consciousness and realizing we are all one presence, this is the stage of development many of you are in today. We need you to do more of what you love, especially today, because on your earth you can see there is no evidence of what you call God. If there was, earth would not be an attack against God, honoring the idea of sickness and death. And since we know death is a defense against the truth that you are immortal consciousness experiencing eternal life, this means we have a lot of waking up to do. But you don't need to wake everyone up again to wake everyone up. Wake yourself up more by honoring your passions, creativity, and desires. How is honoring your creativity, passions, and desires waking yourself up more? Because when you honor this non-physical guidance, you are recognizing yourself as your God Self, which is to be in the likeness of your Creator, which is to create. You are not here to face reality, you are here to create a new reality. And you can't do that by referring to old memories or data, which is your memory loop of the ego. This is why we've told you earlier, the ego should be honored but not referred to, meaning honor the impulse it receives to let you know it wants to do what it wants to do. If it's honor in honor of your passion or in alignment with the highest good, this is source connecting with you through the body. So the more you do what you love and honor your creativity, you are matching the frequency of heaven. And again, as you can see, we need this vibration on earth today. You are a pioneer group of volunteers that has incarnated into earth from your perspective, you might say, a little too soon. But we needed you here as sowers of seeds to create, it looks like, grids like a light grid like if we post it's a post like a light post yes like a lighthouse yes you come in with this very high frequency of what you call heaven or adamantian a manifestation particle and as you do what you love you're sharing that with the world but not only sharing that creating a grid-like system around Gaia which allows more higher vibrational beings to incarnate. There are fleets of souls that have come in and that will continue to come in that have never experienced duality or polarity. These are non-dualism consciousness coming into earth. And within each and every one of you, you have the capacity to honor this aspect of self as the I am presence. And you do that within the body by honoring your creativity and desire. So as you share your gifts with the world, you are opening yourself up to receive the gifts of Mother Father God. Since your gift shared with the world is sent to you by Mother Father God, that impulse within inspiration, when you do what you love and share your experiences, you share adamantian with the world, manifestation particle. In a future timeline, this will be a more common understanding in regards to you give so you can receive. You don't take to receive.
So immerse yourself in your talents and creativity, your passions, and share this with the world so you can continue to be the open, open receptacle or conduit that has this maintained connection to Mother Father God. You, as you share your gifts, will receive synchronicities, what you call signs, that lead you towards a magical life. You will have opportunities to do more of what you love by doing what you love. You have not come to fully understand yourself as a non-physically focused being. You don't see the influence you have on all of existence when you put yourself in a space of joy. So we tell you on this day, you have no job to do, no work to do, coming from the perspective of the five senses, the body. The body's only job is to find ways it can feel good. And if you can find ways that feel good, that honor your passions and your creativity and your heart's true desire, then this is when you become the gift to the world. As we come to the end of this episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to sharing your gifts with the world. During my journey of awakening, Archangel Mikael has made a very important lesson very clear to me, and this is that I am not qualified to speak on a subject or topic unless I am living it. I have integrated it and I am practicing it. So I can't tell you what your passions are and what you love to do. However, I know that we are all guides and mentors. I know we are all the ascended ones that have information for each other. So if you do feel guided to step in the role of an emissary of light to be a mentor or guide for the world, go into your darkness. Heal the inner dual aspects of the self and come to integrate it in a way that you are practicing this new state of being. Only then are you qualified to speak it to the world or to share. It is your experience that you are sharing, not your ideas. So only you know what you are still working on in regards to being able to walk your talk. I have reminded you often, please don't believe me. I don't know if the information is true. I just bring myself to the space and share. But please use your discernment. Only take what feels good to you. On that note, I only share my experience. Because it has been instilled in me that I am not qualified to speak about something unless I'm living it. So everything I have told you in this episode and all episodes, I am the example of it. I know it's true exactly not true in regards to the absolute truth, but I know there are tools that we can refer to that can make our journey here more harmonious and not perpetuate the idea that we must suffer in order to receive good. This is an old idea, the old timeline of cause and effect. Now we know we are causing the effect. So if you feel guided to be a representative of Mother Father God in regards to speaking the truth, in regards to the one absolute truth that we are oneness, 
and this is something I know we all are, if that calls to you, make sure you are turning your knowledge, which is what you know, into wisdom by practicing what you preach. It means nothing if you know it. It's the experience. This is why we tell you often, as Abraham would say, words don't teach. This is why we use so many words to help you come to the knowingness, the experience which you then can implement in your life as wisdom. So go into your darkness so you can grow, which really means seek out the distorted perspectives and interpretations that you have in regards to being separate from source. Because when you see yourself as separate from source, you see yourself as separate from your desires and your creativity. But if you can come to know that you sit perfect and untouched with Mother Father God, you will come to understand that your passions and creativity are coming from the space that you truly reside. Since you are the physical aspect of you in communication with a more refined aspect, what you call higher self. So this is why sometimes I take breaks and I'm not very consistent. When I'm not here, I'm still doing the work. I'm integrating. I'm practicing. I'm making sure that I'm living a life in accordance with the Holy Spirit so that I don't come here in a self-righteousness and tell you to do something that I am not doing. So I have not figured anything out yet, but we will figure it out together. And all I know so far is that we are here. I am that I am. That's all we need to know. And from there, you know what you love or not. So this is your only job. Love the inner child and the ego. Allow it to express itself because it's the receiver of the guidance and inspiration. And then know that you are also non-physically focused so you can be the co-creator with yourself. The saying that says when two or more gather... There he will be is a distortion of a divided perspective. This is really you bearing witness to yourself. Only you are here. Only you are here. So only you know what is right for you. Only you know what you love. But the five senses don't know how you're going to get there. So on this day, our intention for you is to remove the struggle from your experience to be in divine surrender as you allow yourself to do what you love.